Hello, I'm Amber Lowther and welcome to another episode of Fashion Avenue. Jumping back into the beauty space and I'm very excited about this particular one because this story is so amazing and it just warms my cold heart. Today I'm chatting to influencer and founder of Breeze Balm, Sammy Leo. We chat about the family legacy that is this secret lip balm recipe that was created 70 years ago by Sammy's grandfather. We also chat about how she's keeping that alive in her products and what it's like turning your side hustle into your full-time gig. If you want to hear this wonderful story and how Sammy got Breeze Balm up and running, then make sure you listen to this episode of Fashion Avenue. Sammy, thank you so much for joining me on Fashion Avenue. How are you going? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm good. I've had a busy day, but I'm enjoying just being able to sit down and have a chat as the end to my day. Oh, lovely. Well, I'm glad it's with me. And I'm really, (laughs) (laughs) thank God. (laughs) But I'm really interested to talk about your career and especially all things Breeze Balm. But before I get into that, I want to know about young Sammy and what did she want to be when she grew up? Young Sammy was all about dancing. Everything that I wanted to do, I just wanted to be a backup dancer. I wanted to be in LA. I wanted to be like, yeah, I wanted to just be dancing with like my dream with Michael Jackson. Obviously, that's Oh my God, yes. You know, we can't do that now. Or Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, anyone that was really, really successful. It was a big goal of mine. But look where we are. Not there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, dancing. I love a bit of dancing. What sort of dancing were you doing? I did ballet and jazz and hip hop. So sometimes I would be a ballerina. It depended on like what I was doing best at at the time. So I kind of went in between like wanting to be a prima ballerina and then wanting to be a backup dancer, but I didn't really have the body for a ballerina. So yeah, I was more into the the hip hop and funk type of dancing oh yeah I don't blame you I'm more into that too and plus it would be way more fun like being on stage with like Janet Jackson or like Justin yeah like anyway <laughs> oh my god it'd be amazing like who needs Swan Lake not me <laughs> I do love a big I, I do love a bit of Swan Lake Look, I is, really appreciate it it is the, beautiful uh-huh. yeah 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 we, we got to appreciate a bit of Swan Lake no hate <laughs> to Swan Lake beautiful dancing um <laughs> Can I ask you, what was your first job? So as you're growing up, getting into the workforce, what were you doing? My first ever job was working for my dad and my mum and dad's family pharmacy. So I was actually, it's crazy, the story, because it's kind of done a full circle. My sister and I would get paid to sit down in the basement of the pharmacy. And I own a brand called Breeze Balm. And Breeze Balm is a lip balm company. And the lip balm is made by my granddad, which was then passed down to my dad. So what we were doing down there in the basement was unlitting all the pots that the lip balm would go into and then putting the lids back on them once dad had filled them up. So like I would have been like eight or nine when my dad first started giving me like a little bit of pocket money for that. And then that was kind of like my official first ever like paid job oh my god it's like a full circle moment I know it's actually crazy and then like and then I did dance teaching from a really young age as well and then I've had like every kind of job under the sun I feel yeah wow and then when did you kind of get started because you started to get into social media is that right because you're kind of in the influencer space as well yeah, so I guess the social media as Instagram kind of started. I think I was one of the first 
few people that kind of, I don't know, I feel like it happened really organically, but I started to grow a following on Instagram at the right time and just as it kind of started. And from there, it just grew and grew and grew. And then I would talk about products that I love and it just kind of happened. And then now it's called being an influencer. But it was kind of at the very start of when Instagram first came about. Yeah. Were you just kind of doing it for fun at the start and then you grew? Yeah. I've always kind of done it for fun. I've never really seen it as a job, but I just wanted to share my opinions. Yeah, for <laughs> and sure. I guess, you know, if I had a cute outfit and I know once I started sharing like bikini photos and things, because I know a lot of people follow me for body positivity. Yeah. When I started sharing photos of me in a bikini or I was saying like, you know, your body doesn't define who you are. You can still be confident. You can still wear those shorts. I feel like that's when it kind of started to get a lot of traction. So I realized like I had a, what I was saying was really empowering other people and it kind of just became that for me. I love that. Good on you for doing that and actually, you know, having a great driving force behind posting as well. Not just like, look how great I look, even though you always look yeah. great. <laughs> but also like, yeah, it's, thank you. no, you're welcome. It's great that you're, you know, spreading that message and it's a very important one at that as well. And so you took the leap in starting your own business. So tell me how that kind of came about. So you were on socials, but then how did you kind of just start going, hey, I'm actually going to start Breeze Bomb? Well, funny story. (laughs) I'll try and keep it short. But (laughs) my whole entire life, I've had the luxury of being able to use this lip balm and not really understand how great it was because we just had it all the time. And I didn't have to pay for it. I could just get it off my dad. It was really easy. It was amazing for dry lips, dry noses every time I'd get sick. And so like, I would give it to my friends for things. And when they were sick, they'd put it on their nose because they had dry noses and heels and everything. I would share it with my friends at school and they were like, oh my God, I love this. And then when I moved to Australia, I would share it with my friends there. And it just kind of, I was like, everyone loves it when I, when they try it. They're like, wow, this is amazing. I'm like, why, why have people not been able to get this, you know, like what is so special about this lip balm? I thought it was just like dad's thing. And then they sold, my family sold the pharmacy in 2014. So at the same time, my Instagram was growing and I just thought I'd reach out to my Instagram following and say like, hey, my dad has this lip balm. I love it. My friends love it. Would you guys like be interested in trying it? And the response was really positive. So when dad sold the pharmacy, I said to him like, that's great, but can I have the recipe for the lip balm? Yes. <laughs> and he was like, well, it's a very big family secret so you're, you're going to be holding something very important so I felt like it was like this legacy being passed down to me and I was like okay <laughs> so I guess we had the interest there and I just thought like people kind of want it the response when people try it is really good so let's give it a go and see and it just I mean it definitely exceeded all expectations that I may have had but yeah. it's something that I've grown up with so it's been really amazing to see the response from other people when they first try it and it's just kind of growing. I love that. And I know you just said about a secret family formula. I love this. I really want to know the story behind it. So can you kind of share how that all came about and who started it and everything? Yeah, so the Bree Farm recipe was made by my granddad, who's a pharmacist, in 1950. Wow. And it was made specifically for dry and cracked skin, not necessarily lips. It was called the Wilkinson and Son ointment and then it was called a lip ointment because most people used it for their lips. And it literally just blew 
off the shelves. And when my dad took over the pharmacy and I started to work there, I would see customers coming in from cruise ships and they'd just pile everything from the shelf into their basket and buy it all. And I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) And so I knew that it was something really special. It's very unique. And that's kind of how the family secret, it was passed down to my dad. And then once he sold the pharmacy, it was passed to us. And that's how the family legacy has kind of continued. But we used to say, like, what's in it? And Dad would say, like, we'd have to kill you if we told you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. So it was, yeah. And it was actually quite hard to pass down, you know. Really? Because it is very, it, yeah, it is a really special family secret. And so I really had to do some work to be like, okay, come on, like, give me it, please. Yeah. Oh my God. And I guess it's better than it going to the person that bought the pharmacy, right? As well. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, you definitely put in the work and it paid off, obviously, because Bree's Bum is doing very well. And can I ask, already having that established following, did that really help launch your brand? I think in the beginning, I definitely think it did help launch Brief Mom because it did have the exposure that I guess you don't have to kind of build once you've launched something or once you're starting out as a business. So mm-hmm. I feel at the beginning, it did help get that exposure. But I do feel if someone was listening and they're like, oh, I need a following to have a business, that's not the case. I think you need to make sure that you have a really good product that you really believe in because at the end of the day, you can have a, an amazing lot of people watching what you do and buying everything for the first time, but they're not going to come back if you're yeah. selling rubbish. Totally. So, yeah, I think at the start, it, we definitely were lucky, but we have a great product that works. So it built from there. Absolutely. And I know that Breeze Balm was your side hustle for a while there too. And when did you end up changing that to a full-time job and, and what advice would you give to someone who might be in a similar situation? This is a really good question. I feel like I think I was about six or nine months into Breeze Balm. And when you kind of feel like your side hustle is needing more attention to grow, that's when I made the choice to be like, okay, I think I need to do this full time because you can't put your energy into two things. I believe whatever you put your energy into is what grows. So for me, I was like, I don't want this to be a side hustle. I want it to be something bigger than that. And if I want that, I'm going to have to put the energy in to do that. So it was just like, you know what, let's do it. If it doesn't work, I can always find another job. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. And what was your job at the time when you were kind of starting out with Breeze Bum? I was working in sales for a fitness gym. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's really interesting. And were you like (laughs) trying to like get on to clients or like people you're working with be like, hey, try this? (laughs) No, no. I I. I wasn't. I probably, that's a good idea. But, um, <laughs> a bit late. No, now. I wasn't. Yeah, it was more, I think the customers have initially came from obviously social media, but yeah. also just word of mouth. A lot of New Zealanders realized, oh my God, the lip balm's back. I'm going to buy it. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, it kind of came from both angles. Yeah. And it's been around for over 70, it'll be 71 years at the end of this month. Oh so, God. it's been, it's a very old recipe that a lot of people have had for 70 odd years. So, it's nice. not something, you know, when they found out, like, oh, this is what the lip balm is, I'm going to buy it. It's 
just word of mouth. I love that. And I think it's so unique because it is a family formula and I love that it's been around for so long. Like it's not just a new brand that's popped up on the market just being like, hey, we're trying this out. But this is amazing. You have a wonderful story behind it. Thank you. Yeah, it's really nice to see a family legacy and something that does actually work and has the years behind it to say like give it a little bit of credibility because I know you know when you are looking at buying products and me specifically I'm looking for things that are going to show me that it is of value and it is actually going to give me the whatever benefits that I need and I'm looking for and I think even having just like the 70 years of being loved it shows like it's a no-brainer why would you not try it? I love that. And can I ask, during kind of the 71 years, has the formula changed or been updated or anything? So the formula hasn't changed. The only thing we've done is add flavours. Yeah. So like the OG 71-year-old formula is our perfect power-scented lip balm. So that's the one that has no scent in it. And then all of the lip balms that we've bought off them from there have just been the same formula with an added flavor. Great. I love that. And let's go back to kind of starting the business. And did you run into any challenges when starting off? Were there things that didn't go right or was it pretty much smooth sailing? Oh, my gosh. If anyone thinks that they can do a business and it be smooth sailing. Girl, you're wrong. <laughs> it's that. so funny because I feel like I was having like a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and I was saying like, you compare yourself to all these brands that just look like they are absolutely killing it yeah. and you know they're doing so well and then all of a sudden they drop off the face of the earth and you're like what the heck I thought they were doing amazing so it's really important to know if people are looking to start a business or if they're currently in one and they are struggling it's normal it's normal to have ups and downs and challenges and I feel like that's what makes you a better business person because you've got to learn and it's a growing process it's a journey like no one knows what they're doing everyone's winging it even if they've had a degree in business or whatever I feel like you just have to take it step by step day by day make the decisions that you feel are best for you and look if you make a mistake everyone makes mistakes just learn from it totally good advice and what kind of challenges did you face if you don't mind sharing oh my god so many if we're talking about social media I've paid like influencers who have had millions and millions of followers huge amounts of money to do a post for us a paid post and it's brought in absolutely no sales whatsoever and that just goes to show that you know I thought like yes this person's got so many million followers they've got they had everything they did a great post they did everything that they had all the demographics that we were looking for like they ticked all the boxes and still nothing and I was like what I was like what have we got the wrong link or like is this something that we've done that's a mistake like what's going on and it was like I could have just thrown the money in a river Oh, no. Oh, my God. And and do you still work with influencers after that? Do you find that that's an effective way to work? I think influencers are good, but I think don't put your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And be smart about, if we're talking about marketing, be smart about where you're putting your, you're spending your money. But that was just one challenge that I faced was like learning, okay, so it's not about the amount of followers that you have. I need to reevaluate how I look at an influencer and how I, Again, putting my money into 
other things and not just relying on one person to like bring some sales in. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What a good learning curve as well. And that's, I find that so many businesses would go through a similar thing, you know, expecting huge amount of sales from someone with millions of followers and then, you know, getting next to nothing. Yeah, it was the first time I'd done it and I laughed. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at least it's only happened once and then you can exactly. just learn from it, grow. We love it. Yeah, lists are really good because they either pay off or they don't. And if mm-hmm. they don't, then it's a learning curve. Just make sure you make calculated risks that yeah. are within your budget. <laughs> oh, totally. And that's great advice. I feel like... You know, a lot of things with budget and cash flow seem to be a common kind of challenge that comes up in these chats that I do on the podcast. And it's really great to yeah. know that one, we're not alone. And two, that like you're, you're, we're only human and that it does happen, but it's okay because you can pivot and find a way to work things out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. And how have you been able to kind of stay afloat and balance everything that you have going on? And did you end up hiring help soon after? Yeah, I had a small, small team, but they wear many hats yeah so I think that's just something that I've done that the people that I've hired I like to keep them stimulated in different things because they're learning as well mm-hmm. and then it's their way to find what they enjoy most and then I kind of put them into a specific category that suits them best but I definitely think don't try and do it all on your own and hire people that do things better than you do yeah, good one. I feel like that's something that I would struggle with kind of letting go because I'm a bit of a control freak. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But it's really, it's at the point where you just have to, if you want to grow and you want to put your energy. I, I guess the thing is like when you are hiring staff and you hire people that are better than you, then that's going to benefit you. Totally. So like if you're great at finance, hire someone to do marketing. If you suck at finance, hire an accountant or a bookkeeper or someone. Like just focus on the things that figure out what you love to do and what you're really great at and then you find other people to to really fill your weaknesses. And that's only going to bring you a stronger foundation for your business. I love that. So important, hey. And, you know, yeah, really good advice not to do it all because you can, you know, get people that are better. Yeah, good advice. I like that. And can I ask, (laughs) why did you choose the name Breeze Balm and what does that mean to you? So Breeze Balm was kind of based off my tropical family holidays that we had in Fiji every year. So as a family, we would go in October and we would go for two weeks. Mum and Dad would send us off to the kids club and we would have so much fun. Yep. And I just, I love tropical holidays. I love like palm trees, Mm -hmm. the beach and just Breeze. It just, I don't know, it just sat with me. It, it really spoke to me about how, like, life is just breezy, you know, yeah. when you're on holiday. And Balm was put there because of Lip Balm. Yeah. Obviously, we have more product line now, but I didn't really think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love the holidays, so it kind of came from there. I love that. That's so cute. Something personal, once again, that connects to the brand, which I really like. And yeah. I like that it's B and B. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that always looks cute when it's like the same letter. Yeah, that was unintentional, but look. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say it was intentional. (laughs) Yeah, I do a lot of things, which is funny. I actually had a psychic the other day tell me that my granddad guides me a lot, which is nice. I do feel him there sometimes and 
I do a lot of things that are great on mistake. <laughs> and I honestly believe that's like him, like just shoving me in the direction or making me make a choice that Aww. just so happens to be successful. So it's happened a, a few times and I think choosing the name Breeze Farm has been a really good mistake. <laughs> oh, I love And having that. the two Bs, because I like the two Bs too. I think it looks really good. Yeah, it's so cute. That's so nice about your grandfather. Yeah, oh, no. You're going to get me emotional. <laughs> That's so nice. I know. I wish he was here to, like, I wish I could just sit down with him and be like, look what we've done. Like, this yeah. is amazing. And, but I send all my products to my grandma and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so proud. Your, your granddad would be so proud. That's so lovely. So how early on did he pass before you started Breeze Balm? So funny. I started Breeze Balm in 2016 and it was about, like, April, May, I like I really started to like, okay, this is going to be a brand, like well, how am I going to do it? And I started designing and stuff. And he passed away in January of 2016. So wow. I honestly think it's all him. I think he's kind of put it into my head. I think he's been there from the very beginning and like that he had to pass over because I needed to start Breeze Farm oh, and I wow. needed help. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Oh my God, <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm really spiritual and into all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just believe that that was what was meant to happen. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. And, <laughs> oh, God, wow, I didn't realise I was going to get emotional this afternoon, but here we are. <laughs> and what's your brand message and how do you incorporate that into each new product offering? The brand message is to just let your uniqueness shine and be happy and I guess for us I want everyone to feel included and so we're a really inclusive brand. I think each and every single individual person has something unique and special about them, which I want to empower people to feel really confident in their own skin because everyone is unique. We have a unique formula that's not anywhere else in the world. And so it's really nice that that kind of aligns. And we just try to empower people, especially we just launched our body care range. And I thought like, let's do a feel good naked type of campaign because body image is such a thing mm -hmm. it's always been a thing for women especially yeah. and it doesn't have to be like yeah. we are beautiful in all different shapes sizes skin tones everything and I think we're starting to get louder about it I think there's a little bit more to go but something that I really want to do as pers on a personal level and on a business level is to just allow people to realize that they have something unique and then to let that shine. I love that. That's lovely. That's so nice to have, you know, something that's so inclusive as well and something that, you know, really shouts, hey, like we're here for everyone, we're empowering women. I love that. Yeah. And Breeze Mom is for everyone. I so. love that. Awesome. Yeah. That's so good. And what products do you have now? Because obviously you just said you've now gone into body care. So can you tell me about your product offering? Yeah. So we have lip balm and we have them all different types of flavors. So if you like fruity scents or creamy scents, if you like something that's got no fragrance at all, then we have that option for everyone. And then we also have some lip tints. So a little bit of color if you're someone that likes to wear something with a little pop of color on your lips, which are also great for cheek blush as well, nice. might, might I say. <laughs> and then we also have lip 
scrubs, all the lip care that you can think of. And then we've just gone into body. So we've got our Honest Hydration Naked Body Cream in a fragrance-free and a pineapple scent. And, mm. yeah, it's really nice. It's been dermatologist tested. This formula was created by my dad. So it's oh, 36 wow. years old. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he created it in 1985 as a kind of bonus onto the lip balms once that was a popular thing they decided to do a full body moisturizer that was minimal ingredients for maximum benefit and it really does deeply hydrate your skin for hours some people say that they reckon their skin's hydrated for up to 12 hours so it's the dermatologist tested it's amazing for sensitive skin it's gentle on psoriasis and eczema and all of those my sister has really bad eczema so she's been using that since she was born basically wow <laughs> um, yeah so that's our our line is lip care and body care at the moment but we are looking to bring in some new products Oh, can't wait. I really want to know. <laughs> what, what can you tell I can't me? tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, what can I bribe her with? <laughs> oh, well, that's exciting. It's always nice to keep on expanding your product offering. And did you kind of feel like putting in body care was a natural progression, obviously, because your dad had already developed that formula? Yeah, we had thought about it really early on in Breeze Mom, but I just was waiting, waiting for the right time and I just felt that this year was the right time to bring it out. Don't ask me why, I have no reason for that, but I was yeah. like, this is the time that we're going to do it. And for us, it was a natural progression because it was my dad's formula. Yeah, I couldn't I think that. of any other way to expand. Totally. And that's obviously the most natural, I guess, next product for you to do. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And what's the most popular Breeze Mom product to date? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> well, I would say the lip balm, mm-hmm. but scent-wise, they're all pretty much on par. Okay. <laughs> I would say, like, we just bought out a watermelon crush, and Ooh. that's gone absolutely nuts. Oh, my God, yum. So the watermelon crush is really, really popular. My personal favorite is the pineapple pash. I just love anything pineapple. I love pineapple, um, too. Yes, and I love the pineapple honest hydration naked body cream it's like a mix of it's got pineapple it's really sweet and juicy but then it's got an undertone of vanilla so it's like it's really nice oh my god that sounds so nice oh yeah i can imagine it now feeling like i'm on an island yes (laughs) i love every time i put it on i'm like oh i just need to be lying on the beach i know you're like oh i wish i was back in fiji yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, totally. And so how does Breeze Bum continue to pivot in the saturated beauty market that we have now? Well, I think when you say saturated, I feel like any kind of industry is just full of lots of different brands. So I think yeah. for us, the biggest difference in the way that we're going to pivot is by how unique our formulas are. There is yeah. a lot of brands out there you can just copy the ingredients off the website and search it on Google and you'll find five other brands of the same stuff. Yeah. So those white label products are not unique and it's really important for us to stay true to ourselves and having those unique formulas and formulas that have been around for a very long time. I think that's the difference between us and someone else and knowing that our products work as well (laughs) and of course being cruelty free clean beauty paraben free we've also actually started a program this year where we're planting trees each year to offset our carbon in a forest in australia so it's to help with obviously offsetting our carbon footprint but also 
trying to protect the Australian wildlife and fauna as well. Oh, so, that's lovely. Yeah, for that's every tube that purchased, we use a percentage of that to go towards the trees. My God, that's wonderful. Good one. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. And I love that it's, you know, in Australia too. I think that's so important to look yeah. after, you know, our own country and our own wildlife as well. Exactly. And Adelaide Balm shoes are made out of sugarcane and recycled plastic and they're made in Australia on a solar plowed plant as well. So oh, my God, yes. We I try just, and do everything. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to ask about your packaging. I love it. It's so bright and pretty. Thank you. I think it's really cute. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It's not like boring, you know, just a you know yeah. simple white tube or anything. It's like so pretty. I love the colours. Yeah, thank you. It makes you like excited to pick it up too. I know. And they look all nice like in your bathroom or lined up. Yeah, I love that. So Instagrammable. <laughs> yeah, selfie. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be easy to find in like your handbag too. You're like, oh, yeah. this is the really bright thing. Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I will ask you again, what's coming up for Breeze Bum next? <laughs> Maybe like, is it in well, the body space or like in the lip space? Like what kind of space? It's not in the lip. It's okay. not in the lip space. Okay, I will accept and that. And it's not in the body space. <gasps> oh, my God. What other spaces left <laughs> do we have? <laughs> oh, not in the so body exciting. specific. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, okay, oh, keep an eye out. When should we kind of expect or timeline By wise? the end of the month. Oh, okay. By the end of the month, we'll have some stuff. So, oh, my God, that's soon. Yeah. Wow. It's exciting. Oh, my God, I'm excited. I'm going to have to put on some alerts or something. Oh, wait. <laughs> April. I mean, by the end of May. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's still, that's really close. I was thinking yeah. like next six months or something. So that's exciting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And finally, where can we get our hands on Breeze Balm and where can we follow the brand? Yeah, so you can get your hands on just breezebalm.com and you can check out all of our products that we offer. And if you have any questions, you can just send us an email. The contact details are there. Or you can follow us on Instagram or DM us at breeze.balm on Instagram. Great. If you want to follow me too, it's just Sammy Leo. Awesome. Thank you for that. That's wonderful. Now, I'm going to jump into a few random questions for you if I can, Sammy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first question, you can only choose one Breeze Bum product to use forever. Which one is it and why? <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's really hard. <laughs> I think I'd have to go the Pineapple Patch mm-hmm. Lip Balm because you can use the lip balm for so many different things. It's multi-purpose. So like I could use it on my cuticles. I could use it on my any dry patches all over my body. I could really use it to set my eyebrows in place, to like flick back my hair. So it's really multi-purpose and I think that would get me by. Perfect. And a great scent too. Yes. Oh, pretty. Yes. I love that. Okay. That's a good answer. Okay, second question. If someone was filming your life up to this point, what would be on the soundtrack? <laughs> it would have to be something Beyonce. Oh, good one. Yeah, it would have to be like, who run the world? Yes, what a good one. Oh, my God, yes, I can picture that. And all like the breeze bum in the back looking fabulous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a good one. And um finally, who do you love to follow on Instagram? Oh, that's a good question. You know what? I love to follow my obviously my friends. Yeah. But if it wasn't my friends, I would 
I love following influencers that I've met that I personally love. Like, I really love Sky Wheatley. Yeah. I think she is a really genuine person and she has really genuine intentions, like when she's sharing things. And I think she gets a lot of slack for sometimes sharing stuff, like her opinions. But I think that she is one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met. And I love that she's so open. Because I think there's not a lot of influences like that. Yeah. I also like to follow, like, obviously celebrities. I love Hayley Bieber because she's got the coolest fashion. Yes, yeah, so true. So cool. Like, I scroll on Instagram a lot, but I don't. You know when you just kind of, like, scroll? I like yeah. to use the explore. Yeah, I like too. to look at info. Yeah, me too. I like that too. I think that's, like, a good way to use Instagram as well. Yeah. Yeah, cute. I but like that. There's not that. really a page that I would like go to that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah, I think I love like watching all the reels and everything. Yeah. You get oh deep god. in the reels. I know. Oh my god, I'm always so deep in the reels and I'm like, God, how did I get here? I know, I know. And then you go like back, 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 back. I and you're know. like, oh my god. And then it like came from like a message or like someone that you knew in high school and you're like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> you're like, Oh shit. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I know. I fully understand. I'm always deep in the reels and you just you feel like you don't know how you got there. So can totally relate. Yeah. Well, so Sammy, you have been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat on Fashion Avenue. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was so excited when you reached out. Oh, yay. That makes me so happy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to a Fashion Avenue production hosted by me, Amber Lowther, and produced by me as well. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at Fashion Avenue Podcast. And if you want to follow myself too, at Amber Lowther. Feel free to join the private podcast Facebook group and subscribe to our email newsletter for the latest updates and giveaways. But most importantly, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.